Hello, everyone, and welcome to another weird internet interview. Today, we have a very special guest, Sandy. So Sandy is a friend of our researcher, Michael, and she is familiar with concepts surrounding astrology, but is more well-versed in adjacent spiritual practices like tarot, crystals, numerology, and spirit whispering. Sandy, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How is everyone doing? It's a Friday, so I'm excited. Yes. Um, it's the weekend. I've been waiting for it all week. So well, this is a fantastic way to start the weekend for sure. It really is. It kicks it off. It's a great start. Definitely. Definitely. Well, uh, Sandy, real quick, uh, just, just so that our listeners uh, for this interview uh, know your background a little bit. Uh, so first off, uh, like how... How much do you know about like astrology, horoscopes, okay. and all the all the yes. rest of the other things that we've listed? Uh, because Michael reached out to, or told us that he reached out to adjacent friends to see if anybody was familiar with with those practices, so that we could get yeah. a better understanding of those communities. So yes, um, so I definitely know just about like the surface area of like astrology and like other things as well. Um, I don't know as much as I'd like to know. I'm definitely like, I want to go full force into this, like eventually, you know, um, maybe even taking it up as a, a career. Because oh, I've been really? interested in the whole concept for a while now. Um, and like I said, I would like to just definitely like never stop learning about it because it also dabbles into like, it can leak into several different aspects and different, um, I don't know what you'd call it, but different areas of it like um, manifesting crystals like they all somehow tie in together it's like this huge thing that you can definitely go several different ways and I definitely want to learn much more about it so yeah, yeah. there's a lot of overlap for sure which is like there is yeah yeah so like would what would you say so let's take those like five categories so like astrology tarot crystals numerology yes. spirit whispering what would you like how would you rank those um on a level of like your level of expertise or even like your level of interest um so i would i'm gonna name them in order from like which i kind of discovered and that kind of shows like my interest towards them um definitely like astrology the whole um alignment of the stars and the moon and how that affects eventually like your characteristics your personality the way you um, interact with others and sometimes even like the life uh, paths that you eventually could take, you know? Um, and then I would say that leaks into also um, tarot card readings. Cause I know that certain um, cards, like let's say the swords and stuff and wands, they also have elements that tie into them as well. So like wands could be um, a fire, I think. I'm not too sure um, if I recall, but it's like a fire element. And then um, the wands, I mean, the um, swords, they're like the air aspect. Definitely leak into each other a lot. Um, my third would be crystals. I don't, haven't really, my little sister actually just gave me like my first crystal. So that goes to show as like how much into it I am. But um Ah. That would be my third one. Um, and then there's also, I don't know if you guys have or are familiar with it, but angel numbers and um, a angel, angel numbers. Angel numbers. Yeah. No clue what that is. That, yeah, um, that's so foreign. I don't know if you guys have ever um, 
caught it by accident or whatever so growing up there was always like 11 11 like oh my god it's like make a wish you know and stuff like that yeah so that actually is when you see the same repeated numbers like in a sequence in different areas you could be driving and you see like two sets of fours right next to each other on a license plate or in a number or on your order or anything like that and usually that um well if you believe of course like all entails just like your faith in it and your belief in it but um they each have like a meaning so if you see like 11 11 a lot it means like okay you need to start in tying to your like you need to get in touch with your intuition like your angels um are trying to let you know something through these numbers so the more you ask for signs with, within your intuition and um, the signs from the universe, they'll start to give them to you. So there are several times where I have no business like needing to look at the clock while I'm driving home and it's like 3.33 p.m. I've had also instances where I wake up in the middle of the night and it's literally like 3.33 a.m. And I'm like, what? Oh my and I, gosh. it's crazy. It's so insane. <laughs> is that all in the same sun, day or like, is this like? Um, it could happen throughout the week. Mm. I've had the um, 3.33 a.m. instance twice happen to me before, which is like, it's so outrageous to me. And there's no way that like, I guess people could say like, oh, maybe your body adjusts to it. Or like, you just tend to wake up at a time for no reason. But I definitely am a believer that it means something more. So um, like whenever I see, I catch a repeated number, I always catch myself like looking it up and seeing what it means. Cause it usually could be something that like I have asked for and I'm getting like an answer to it or confirmation. Like usually it's like encouraging, like your um, abundance is near, you know, you, you're gonna achieve this soon. Like don't give up, don't stop kind of thing. It's really interesting. Um, maybe, maybe we could dig a little bit more into numerology. So what was that, that term that you used to describe the, like the number, the, the coincidental um, pattern? Um, the people usually refer to as angel numbers. Angel numbers. Okay. Yes. Okay. So after doing like a little bit of research, um, we also came across this term called soul numbers. Is that like yes. along the same lines? Is that different? Like, um, it's along the same lines because, um, so soul numbers in, in tie with what your name is and how many vowels you have in your name. Okay. So each vowel equals a certain number. And depending on how many vowels you have in your name, you add it up and it gives you like a sum of like 22 or for instance, mine, my name is Sandra. So I have two vowels in there. And so that equals since the vowel um, is A, that equals two because A is one, one point pretty much. Right. So your soul number is two. And um, yeah, I, I just started dabbling into numerology like after the whole like um, angel number thing because I was like so appalled that like, obviously I didn't take these as like coincidences. Like, because it's been several times. It's not just like one or two times where I catch like a repeating number. And so, um, yeah, numerology is just like fairly new to me, the soul number. I know each number um, means the kind of life that you are like um, meant to live, if I could say. Interesting. I wonder if people use numerology to like influence 
the way they name their children because that kind of like sets the tone right if it's like the number of vowels in a name or like yeah. it seems like that could be pretty influential in like how you affect your children's life yeah I mean I definitely hadn't thought of that because that would mean like reversing it and like taking yeah. a number <laughs> and then applying that to the name which is for me just seems like a whole lot of work you know um but it also kind of makes sense to me how I don't know if you've ever looked at someone and you couldn't really see them as like calling them like another name like oh you don't like or I know there's people that are like you don't look like a Todd you look more of like a this but it, ah. I think that before we even come here um as a human before we take human form we pick our names we pick our parents we pick um ever what our life is going to be like essentially you know and so I don't know I think you just kind of your name is just like you're destined to it and so I don't know <laughs> if you could probably like get on you probably could right um base your soul number and then get a name off of it wait wait um, sandra i I have a quick question um (laughs) so so what is each vowel's value and then like for example alejandro right what what is his soul number just 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 yeah just just so we can get some insight here let me see let me (laughs) yeah oh here we're getting it live um, this is great (laughs) let me get his name written down real quick because um Let's see, Alejandro. Okay. Let's see. So there is A, E, A, and then O. So you have four. Four um, vowels in your name. And then we're going to do, so A is one. And then E, let's see. I know sometimes um, Y could be considered one as well um so let's see so e is five um is one and o is six so you add that up and you get 13 right if i did the math right yeah (laughs) that's such basic math (laughs) um okay so your soul number would be 13 essentially meaning um let's see Uh, okay, so they could tend to be um, self-disciplined, um, athletic, um, let's see. Handsome. Courageous, sensi- sensitive, and uh, have a good expression. Um, you could throw in handsome if you wanted to. That's, uh, <laughs> that's a more personal, that's, I don't want to be biased. <laughs> ah, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, okay. You know what, I'll take those characteristics. Those, those do not sound bad at all to me. Yeah, no. Um, so based on that, I mean, do you mind asking me what your sign is? He already, yeah, he uh, already has it prepared. We prepared and did our oh, homework okay. before this interview. So he would know that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, cool. So um, Sagittarius, I don't know if you, what did, what did you learn from like what you looked like encountered on your search? about a Sagittarius about a Sagittarius to be honest I've done I did research on like other signs I didn't even look at my own I looked at like um like Leo and like Virgo and stuff like that or in Aries specifically because Aries is like very um it seems like it's very aligned with like the the Greek god himself and like how he kind of acts and behaves but Sagittarius yeah I actually don't know much about it 
Yeah. So um, Sagittarius tend to be like really outgoing. Um, they they seek adventures, anything adventurous. Um, they're very uh, social. They can get along with pretty much anybody. Um, they are a fire sign. So um, they are compatible with um, Aries, I think Gemini and um, Leos as well. Um, and then also it's not a lot of people there's more to it than just like your sun sign and your because there's also your moon sign and then there's right. your rising sign so they each like have a different um because i know that there there are people who look at their um sun sign or their moon sign they're like i don't like i'm not any of that you know what i mean yeah. but there is a whole chart your, your birth chart that has several different signs in it and they all play different um characteristics so your rising sign is the highest point of the horizon that like the date of when you were born was at. Um, and huh. so, yeah, so your uh, rising pretty much explains like what your personality, personality is like, um, what you show to the world kind of like your mask. Um, and okay. yeah, so there's there's so much to it so I don't know if you came across um a whole like a birth chart thing but it's a there's houses as well and like you said it does tie into uh Greek mythology I think also Roman I'm not too sure yeah the, the, the only research yeah, Andrew did specifically on Sagittarius was a BuzzFeed uh quiz that told him that uh, on Sundays uh he should be going to Blockbuster that was it so like we don't really know what that means um blockboard doesn't exist yeah that and i also bought (laughs) yeah i bought a horse costume because i know that sagittarius is like a centaur but um jarell said he he wouldn't play the the horse half of the costume so i'm kind of screwed i have to like oh no (laughs) yeah it's unfortunate it's unfortunate what side did you want to be i wanted to be the man half because that's just kind of the fun part you can kind of like you know yeah. Go around and then the horse part kind of yeah, has to go I, I didn't sign way. up so to, to be find, a like, human a centipede. That, that's, that's no, I. That's, that's just, <laughs> oh, dude, I don't know why they made this costume. <laughs> way that bro. <laughs> I wouldn't we get bathroom that. breaks, Jarell. Anyway, anyways, uh, that's besides the oh point. Um, so okay, so Hondro is a Sagittarius. His his soul number is thirteen. Uh, so if you had never seen Hondro in your life and you heard those two things, Sandy what would you immediately like prepare yourself for? Is it like? Um, I would honestly, so I've, I have spent a lot of time with the Sagittarius in my past. Um, my best friend actually was, a, well is a Sagittarius. Um, oh. And I dated a guy that was a Sagittarius. Um, so I'm not, I wouldn't be too opposed to it. I would be kind of excited because I know that I'm a very oh. outgoing oh, sign as okay. well. Uh, I'm an Aries. So gotcha. yeah, I'm an Aries. So I like to, um, you know, I want to, I want to say be the life of the party, but I like to get conversation going. Um, you know, just a whole bunch of um, banter back and forth, you know, and I think Sagittarius are, they not feed off of it, but they also add to it. So they're very good, like, um, in social So you're ready settings. for war is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Always ready. Always ready for a fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I would say if I if I did have friends, I probably would be the life of the party too. Um, but you know, yeah. work in progress. Work in progress. You know, um, yeah. Put yourself. Yeah, you out just there. haven't found that <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. that Gemini or Aries to to bring you out. Oh, Joe, I'm sorry. I'm a Scorpio, so there's there's nothing I can do. That's true. Yeah. Absolutely, I can do. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Sandy, I'm expecting some uh, some party invites in the near yeah. future. Okay. Hello. Please. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. No, you guys are definitely. Uh, on I had another now. question, uh, Sandy, oh, and, and this yeah. is be- uh, this is kind of came about from uh, you doing the calculation for Alejandro. Uh, I was curious. Um, Elon Musk's uh, recent child. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce their name. Uh, the X A A dash twelve. How do you yeah. calculate that when its majority of it is vowels and letters that don't exist in the uh, Latin alphabet? Uh, <laughs> as well as there's actual numbers in the name. Does that change anything? Wow. That's, well, I, his name would have never came to mind um, when um, looking up. I I can copy and paste the the name here if you'd like to see. Um, Yeah, okay. So I would say, I don't know, would the AE be considered is it that's one letter in itself? I just looked it up and it's supposed to be the elven spelling of AI, which is shorthand for artificial intelligence. So you could use like A and I. Yeah. Okay. So let me see. Um, okay. Let me get it. Yeah. So I think we would do, do A and I. But does, does 12 being and... in the actual name itself uh, change anything? Like, is it like, oh, because there's a number in it. Uh, you just directly add 12 or like you, it's a multiple ticket like factor or I'm, I'm just very curious um, how that because most don't have numbers so yeah um I don't yeah no I don't I don't believe it because since it is based off the letters um like the vowels um so I don't think that the number would so um, would you spell out the instead would you be like Personally, X, I don't know AI a and then 12 like the actual spelling of 12 which would have two vowels oh, yeah, the oh, two yeah which e. would have like a which would have an e yeah. so much more yeah. yeah um I don't hmm. yeah I was just curious because Grimes question, you know Grimes probably thought ahead I would say yeah, knowing it, you know how yeah. you know, in tune exactly exactly they went really yeah, she wants a big destiny it, yeah. for her child so of course <laughs> you know, she's she's thinking like 500 iq i think yeah that's just my point of view yeah yeah way ahead way exactly. ahead of his time and her time um honestly it would have i would honestly say go based off what is on like the birth certificate and how they spell it on there because gotcha. it could it could be seen both ways yeah i don't know if they um, would have written out the 12 instead of just um, having the number there. But if that's, I think they would, I think they might've uh, just gone. And also Sandy, 12. you mentioned this early, earlier in this, in the interview uh, and correct me, Hondro, if I'm remembering this correctly, but you said that uh, you believe that uh, we choose our parents and choose our names, you know, as we come into this, in, into this life. Uh, Elon Musk's child. Uh, do you think that, he has chosen this specific name or do you think he will change it as soon as he is able to to the name that he thinks he should probably have honestly i would say coming from two very two parents that are very um i would say intuitive very 
what would you I don't know what you would characterize them as but they are two very smart people very knowledgeable um and I believe that he he probably did I mean the genes being mixed in and everything I do believe that he picked his own name yeah honestly I could see the the child picking their name just for the purpose of like skyrocketing the tesla stock because apparently everything <laughs> like adjacent to elon musk's life will just like tank or or skyrocket that stock so i don't know yeah adding to like the memes at this point i wouldn't be surprised well played yeah no i yeah, wouldn't either <laughs> oh man yeah so i guess speaking of um of like more numerology related stuff so calculus right okay and, and and like probability number theory so let's say like you want to go to vegas and you're like all right well my soul number is 13 so like how would you is there a way do people like try to calculate odds for like how they'll perform on like a at like a blackjack table depending on like what their soul number is um i don't think so i think that would um if it's if you're ba- if you're basing if you're gonna win the jackpot or not on your um, soul number, I don't think that would give you a- an accurate um, you know outcome uh, because your soul number is just like a basic um, outlook on what like life path you could take. Um, since there is like your whole chart and different signs and the signs are always moving, right? Um, so. People, most people ask like how is it possible that these um horoscope readers or whatever can get accurate information like I know there are sometimes they're like oh you're gonna encounter someone um that could be a potential new friend or this and that and you're like how would they know that on this day I'm gonna meet um so and so um right so what they do is they look ahead and they get like a month chart of where all the planets and the moon and the sun is gonna be um on that certain day and they base it off that like they go into the houses because there's 12 houses and and different um different things that and tie to that so I would say if you want to go to Vegas and you want to um get your lucky number or something like that you would have to like definitely and tie to the whole chart and what the on like depending on the day that you're at where the signs are and stuff like that okay okay i'm, I'm sure there's some type of like system that someone's come up with like there has to no be. yeah <laughs> has to be i'm curious so you mentioned that um your sister recently gave you your first crystal yes yeah so um, i'm curious like what that crystal was um she actually gave me like a rose quartz um, so that, um, uh, pretty much, uh, how would I describe it? It, um, self-love is for self-love for, um, you know, positive energy. It radiates, um, self-care you would say. Um, it's just, a, it's a, it's a good, um, crystal to have if you're looking to, um, promote, self-love and love to others so Sandy, uh, um, in so your if life i'm interpreting this correctly your sister does not believe you have self-love therefore she needs to give you this quartz so that you you have it oh it's kind of that's kind oh, okay. of a passive uh, aggressive is that like a kind of a yeah, passive exactly aggressive under, thing like, for your sister to do yo she, she, she'd be like she'd yeah. like look at the chart something. and she's like uh, <laughs> uh what does my sister not have 
Boom. I don't know. I oh think she's trying to start gosh. something. I think she's trying to start something. No, so I am going to uh, argue that and say no, because, or maybe, I don't know, actually. I don't know. But she is also 11. Even um, more. So. Even more reason. Hey, you know, know those You know those 11-year-olds? Hey. <laughs> they be thinking. They be She's 11 years old at 11-11. Yeah, no. <laughs> she gave I you that rose quartz. Have... Oh, oh, you see. That's something. Is she a November baby? No. Oh. She's a Gemini. So oh, that, that makes dude. sense. She could be trying to let me know something right? in a passive-aggressive way. Oh, that's that's what those Geminis are all about. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's crazy though. It's it's funny though because my I have two sisters, two younger sisters, and um, the eleven year old she is a Gemini, and then the um, eight year old she's a Scorpio. Okay. So um, it's crazy seeing how like and now knowing what I know um, about like the signs and stuff, I see certain characteristics um, in them. So. Like I said, she could be letting me letting me know something. Was your was your younger sister way. the the Scorpio? Was she in on it? Was she was she in on this? I don't think she knows. That's, that's, no, but Scorpios are very. If she didn't know, I wouldn't know if she knew or not. That's what I'm saying. Scorpios tend to be very secretive, very um, oh sneaky. Hey, hey, Gemini they, and Scorpio, watch out for this. This sound like I'm a, just telling you. I'm just telling. You. Better watch your back, Sandy. Yeah, yeah oh I know they definitely. You got you're an Aries. <laughs> you're Aries. Roll the home. I'm just saying. Drill's planting the seed of I mean, doubt Sandy, in between. You, you about, you're you're Aries. You, you're ready to oh clap. You're ready gosh. to clap back, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. They definitely know, though. They definitely know that if they get caught, they're in trouble. <laughs> Scheming against me. Yeah. So. Like you kind of mentioned, so the crystals, they're supposed to help cover like shortcomings that you have uh, in your life, depending on what sign you are and different stones will help um, with different shortcomings. I did like very surface level research on that, but I wanted to yeah. get your opinion because I, I have been looking for a way to restore those IQ points that I've lost from hosting this podcast <laughs> for the last three months. And I was wondering if, if there was anything for that, maybe you could help me out there. Uh, I've heard maybe lapis lazuli. So you would want something for like knowledge? Yeah, like knowledge, um, brain cells, um, like yeah. wrinkling of brain matter, anything like that. Um, Let me see. Because there are a few. I know they have different um characteristics. Like there's so many out there. There are some like I didn't even know about. I don't know if um you've ever heard of Moldavite. No. I know so people who tend so Moldavite is you have to be like crazy to like buy it for yourself kind of thing because Moldavite tends to flip everything in your world like upside down like you do you're, you go through a cleanse when Moldavite is in your possession in order to get a fresh new start in order to get um like a good a restart I would say okay um and yeah, so there wow. there have been like a lot of people who get Moldavite in there, like someone gives it to them or they get it for themselves. Lately, there was like a few months back, there was a whole craze over um, getting Moldavite. And um, after like a few weeks and stuff, these people like didn't literally start to disappear, but they just kind of like went off the internet for a bit after like, you know, claiming that they had got Moldavite and stuff. And 
most of them came back and they said like they were just going through it like uh, like they were either losing jobs getting new jobs losing friends going wow. through um yeah just like a life cleanse you would Total say cleanse. well how how does it like do you have to hold it in your hand like do you get different levels of like effects depending on how you experience it like what if let's say i like want to suck on a moldavite stone for like a couple of minutes is that going to be different from like or like, or like wearing you know, it, rubbing jewelry, it on my, my arms or like, or like how, how does that work or like you know making an entire oh, set true, of yeah. glasses just full of moldavite like a moldavite yeah. um i would definitely i think I, I don't think it matters i think it's um as long as it's in like your possession so, i mean you okay. can, you can do whatever sorry, you sorry. Want I'm, with I'm trying to wrap my head um, around this so is there a certain minimum and maximum quantity of Moldavite you need in order to cleanse your life? Like no. how many grams? Uh, we're, we're, grams. We're talking like, like talking about like yeah, exactly. Talking like a kilo of Moldavite here, or like no, <laughs> no, you definitely don't need to traffic it or anything like that to be able to get. I mean, a that's hold what of it takes, Sandy. Um, I, I don't know. It can be. I think, that might, I think like that's the... life changing in itself. You're trying to traffic Moldavite into the country. No. Yeah, no, listen. no, yeah, yeah, like I said. The boy's trying to make a throne of, out of Moldavite, okay? <laughs> you have to be kind of crazy to, like, get it for yourself because it does, like I said, flip your world upside down. Uh, no, it could be, like, the smallest piece. It doesn't matter, like, how big or how small it is. Um, it also, it just, I don't know. It has, I have never gotten it. I hope never, no one ever, like, gives it to me unless they truly believe yeah, maybe um, that sister you were inside. Yeah, I don't know. You know? <laughs> Slip it under your pillow and you I sleep. probably shouldn't it's have like, hey, I think, that. I think, uh, I think, I think Sandy needs a reset. Slip some Moldavite into your, you know, your backpack every time you go outside. Your oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be that that'd would be, be kind of crazy. Yeah. No. Uh, it seems like Moldavite could be really like the way you describe it. It seems almost like a kind of dangerous you know how like um some terrorists they'll put like anthrax in the mail and they'll like send it <laughs> and then like they'll spread what if what if you did that with like moldavite where you like send someone you just send random people moldavite and it just like flips their world upside down like how would that work so the thing so the thing about moldavite it would you would have to send it to someone who you have like a hate love relationship because ah. after moldavite does this whole thing to you it makes you go through it and makes you reflect on your like your whole existence pretty much from what I've heard um afterwards it kind of like I said it gives you a fresh new start so you go into things like open-minded you I don't know some people have like claimed to like have healed like their inner child through this and anything like that so I, I would definitely if you're trying to um do some malicious intent with Moldavite it, karma is real and it's just gonna you know you're helping them in a sense I see. Uh, because afterwards they will thrive okay and then there, um, there might be the return address on the on the package and they might send yeah, it, they send that's, it that's, right that's, back and now oh, you geez. get it's all not, their that's not the move um, all their way the move, man <laughs> all their luggage has to. <laughs> <laughs> it's amateur, so you man. You had asked me about um to like enhance like knowledge yeah. and stuff like that yeah, um, IQ points yeah Yes, um, Emerald is a good. Hey. Um, is uh, a good. Alejandro, isn't your favorite Pokemon game Emerald Green? Yeah. 
yeah emerald green and to and yeah. also sonic i love to play sonic and the whole yeah, that's why you're thing so around that is Andro. the chaos yeah. because you've literally surrounded yourself wow, with emerald okay. based games interesting growing up <laughs> yeah oh my goodness yeah so if you ever get a hold of emerald you can um sleep with it under your pillow keep carry it in your pocket have it in your car put it on a necklace you can do whatever with it blue quartz is also um enhances clarity uh-huh. so um that one's a good one clarity and speech so if you are struggling with like um i don't know speech i guess yeah. um, you can definitely have that yeah mm-hmm. for sure for sure interesting yeah i gotta get my i mean where would do you have like a place that you frequent for this type of stuff or is it just like online um i so i recently just went to like a crystal shop um i don't yeah, know yeah is it called a crystal dispensary do they have different yeah, strains kind of, of crystals they, have- <laughs> they, they breed <laughs> they do they do and they come in different sizes different levels as well um, oh my god yeah i feel like you definitely have like your top shelf crystals and stuff um no yeah they it's like crystal shops i like I said, I just got my first one. I don't have no idea where she pulled it from. So it literally could have been from like a kid's book or something that has crystals on it or whatever. Okay. But um, I've been to crystal shops before. The thing about crystals though, they are, they if you want like a really good one, they are very expensive. They can be very expensive. And also I'm kind of like, a, if you, I tend to kind of question a lot of things. So I tend to um, question their authenticity because there are a lot of man-made like crystals you know so yes that's what stopped me from why I haven't um you know gotten more crystals of my own because I want to make sure that if I'm getting one I don't want to like just believe that it's like some like you know um, acrylic one you know (laughs) like that's just like made on its own so one how can you tell that some of these are fake and then two uh if it's made by man, isn't it technically still natural because it's in the natural world? So. Okay. Um, so let's see. Um, how can you tell you? So I know some crystals. Um, I don't recall which ones exactly, but some people have actually felt energy to them. So they can, when they're holding the crystal, they can feel it like, um, I wouldn't say like it's not like vibrating like when your cell phone rings or something like that but you can definitely feel like a source of energy to uh to it um like I said also like I know that when like when you go to a crystal shop um I'm like iffy as it of it as well because there are several people who are touching these like crystals and stuff when they're looking at it like throughout the day or the week and energy can get transferred to it so when it comes to like a, a crystal and stuff I I when I when I went shopping for crystals I didn't really try to like touch as many you know um mm-hmm. because also I don't want to pick up something that like I walked into this crystal shop like you know pretty good and I walk out like falling <laughs> my eyes at you know like because of a something I might have touched right but um I haven't ventured out too much yet on getting my own crystals so I for the fact that like I like I said I don't really know how to identify them um yet to be able to like um know which one's authentic and which one's not okay 
So you've mentioned you brought up like this this term energy, and I know like that's a that's a very important uh, aspect of like spiritual practices, mm-hmm. including crystals. I was wondering like, what do you mean when you say energy? Um. So I don't know if you guys have ever been around somebody and you just like not necessarily like you don't feel comfortable around them or they just give off this like it I don't know think of when you have tension with someone right and you you suddenly like come across them it's almost sometimes you can like it feels like you can even like cut through tension like it's so it's so that it feels so thick that you could literally just cut through it and it's that empty space that you feel it's almost heavy it's like the atmosphere gets a little heavier um okay and I that's what I would consider energy interesting so um you can you like you can pass energy through like even just your thoughts you know when like let's for instance I'm in the crystal shop and someone touched something and they hold a crystal and they automatically or maybe on their mind was like a negative experience or something you know while they're holding it and then suddenly they put it down well the fact that they held it and the crystal is absorbing their energy Mm. it now like can be transferred to someone else okay okay. i I, i'm I'm curious when you say like okay when it absorbs energy and chance is there like a capacity that a crystal can hold like ah, oh, we're about you know five hundred, you know energy, uh, parcels. Yeah. And energy, <laughs> five hundred joules. Yeah, about five hundred joules. Yeah. In this uh, can't can't absorb anymore. Sorry guys, uh, we need to we need to transfer this somewhere else. Uh, or or how does that how does that work in in that sense for you? Yeah. So um, going back to the whole like uh, moldavite thing, um, there are definitely there are crystals who when they feel like they're I say they like as if they have a personality but when they feel like they are no longer serving you and their purpose has been fulfilled they can either like they tend to just like disappear out of your life whether that's in the form of like you lose it um you know you don't pay any mind to it anymore you're not like called to it anymore um so also, there are crystals that break, so oh. they break in half. I know they they make. Um, I think it's called hematite rings, and um, those rings are made of hematite, the crystal, and it's supposed to absorb uh, bad energy. So you wear the ring, and once it's um, captured the, like, reach its capacity, I could say, um, it shatters, so it breaks off your finger interesting wow uh would you say sandy this is from your from your like i I would call you like maybe a a mid-level you know you're you're about mid-level i feel like (laughs) of of your knowledge way more advanced than we are uh absolutely how do you think pet rocks feel like you know when you know uh when you're a child and you know you 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 make your own pet rock like what what is their purpose in in a in a child's life um honestly create if you have a really um, responsible kid or creates responsibility uh they'll care for it <laughs> do, do you think that maybe on accident you know a kid may have picked up moldavite and made it to that <laughs> rock and it might have done something to them like yeah. is that a possibility 
I I definitely do believe it can happen. I mean, there's no like age limit to this. Um, oh, you know, okay. okay, interesting. Yeah, I don't believe that there's an age limit to it. I mean, it comes down to also your belief and your faith in it as well. I mean, you kind of have to like believe in it for it to um you know work do its work I would say um because if you just get it and you're kind of like you know skeptical about it or you don't know how to feel about it then it might not always um fulfill its purpose but like like I said when it comes to like a little kid picking up like Moldavite I don't think it would have as much um extreme effect that it would on like a person that's had a little bit more to live you know mm. to experience things in order for it to like do what it does yeah because like why reset when like you're like six years you old? just <laughs> like like that's yeah. that's nothing yeah you're, what are you yeah, resetting you don't, need you don't need that much cleansing at six interesting very true what do you uh is there like a name for people for like crystal enthusiasts like people who like this stuff uh we're thinking like stoners might be kind of a fun name um um that is <laughs> that's a good one but unfortunately that is already taken and that's for um plant and um medicinal uh, enthusiasts <laughs> sure they don't so do both yeah, i feel like they, they would be happy to share it would be honestly though yeah having like 11 year old stoners might not be the best option yeah it's not <laughs> you definitely don't want 11 year olds buying from your uh stoner shop no, you know go. yeah <laughs> so wait so what what do they what do you call them like yourself um, i'm not sure if they actually have like name a name like a specific name um i know that it's tied to um healing so like crystal healers maybe i'm not uh, too sure okay. but um crystals are tied to like um a type of healing so they're used in any practice that um involves like any sorts of healing Mm, gotcha. Interesting. Gotcha. Interesting. Well, I I have there's there's one aspect that we weren't able to cover so far, and this has been like burning on on the interior, and I've really wanted to ask this: Have you ever done a séance? No. No. You've no. Never. You've never communed with the spirits. Never in your life. Um. Like, are you talking like a Ouija board whole thing? Uh, I was going to ask if a Ouija board is a requirement, but yeah, like, yeah. I haven't. I have not done um, a seance um, and the whole Ouija board. Um, it ties to a whole different um, aspect of it. Like you get into like spirits and stuff and spirituality. And um, I don't know, that's a hard one. I, it would take quite some convincing for me to um when it comes to the Ouija board a seance I um I would I would be down for one but I've never been um encountered with the possibility of one how skeptical are you in in this the the belief of like spirits and connecting with the spirits like is it kind of just like bullshit or do you do you think it has like some weight um I think it definitely has some weight um because i i don't know i do definitely i definitely believe um in spirits and you know um i know it, it might sound like bullshit or whatever but i know that there are like mediums who can um talk to um people who have crossed over and stuff like that so i mean 
I've never been to a medium myself, but I've heard of people who have um, gone to mediums and these mediums get pretty accurate information from like their loved ones that have crossed over. And it's stuff that like, you don't like automatically like let them know about you and this person. So I, I, I do believe in spirits and I do believe that um, they are, there are people who can communicate with them. Interesting. How much overlap do you think there is between like the, the spirit connection and then like crystals and tarot and how, like, how do they all, do they tie together at all? Um, yeah, in a sense, because um, I, you have to be able to, uh, sometimes when um, you're doing a tarot card reading or um, you're trying to heal your inner child or anything like that, you have to, or you're meditating or you're going through a spiritual awakening, um, along that that path, you um, may be able to, I don't, wouldn't say like get in touch with your ancestors, but your ancestors um, play a part, you know, um, and by ancestors, I can mean like, you know, people who have crossed over and are no longer like with you. Um, and it definitely does play a huge part in my opinion, because um, for personally, a lot of like trauma that I have felt or been through um, has been from like past um, ancestors, you know. So I, I, don't, I believe that it has I don't, I don't know how much overlapping it does, but it does play its part in it. Got it. If you're comfortable speaking about this and please, you don't, don't feel obligated at all. But when you, when you mentioned this, uh, like trauma from ancestors, do you mean like the people who like had passed away before you were even like born, like the, like those ancestors? Um, yeah. I mean, it could, I believe that, um, there's, there's, I don't know if you've ever heard the term like karmic debt. I have not. Uh, I have no clue what that is. So um, it has to do with karma and how if you believe in reincarnation um, in a past life, um, obviously now and like you wouldn't know, you know, who you were in your past life, but um, your inner, your inner self and your, uh, your higher self, um, your intuition and everything it knows you know your past life and so if you had um traumatic experiences in a past life because of ancestors and stuff like that um it definitely um i don't know what you call it definitely has its its role in it interesting that is a yeah. that sounds like it would be such a rabbit hole to like jump into because that it's it's a lot it's it's so much like I said like what I know is like I feel like the bare surface of it because there's so many like you said rabbit holes you can go down and it leaks into so many things it's it's unreal right which it it, it makes it hard to believe for some people are you still having a difficulty believing in everything you're saying or are you like <laughs> uh, I just needed no more information. I just, I, it, it, it's, it's like, I'm almost there. Like yeah. I, you can, you can feel that you're closer to, to reaching like the, your truth, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have any trouble believing this because I, I've like, you, I've tested it out for myself. You could say. I see. Okay. Um, and I, and 
it definitely it it plays like I said everything plays a whole part to it and so um I mentioned to Michael about like the whole manifesting thing so I went through a spiritual awakening I would say um right around this time last year um and it was it was insane it was actually like I went I lost friends some of my closest friends friends of like years worth um no longer friends with them and it wasn't it wasn't for like any uh, I mean there is a reason to it but I also believe that it happens for a reason you know um so I definitely I do believe in it and I want to learn more because it's fascinating it's it's like insane how much of this um is can be so accurate yeah for sure spiritual awakening so that was around the time that the pandemic really started to like that's basically when quarantine started right is when you went through this awakening so like could you briefly like walk us through what you went through um okay so this is gonna sound a little like um I don't know how much of it we can dabble into but this all happened um when I was going through a it happened back in December um I was going through like a I don't know party stage or whatever you could say okay okay. um with these with this group of friends typical Aries and uh, we um, (laughs) we see you Aries we see you peak now (laughs) um so yeah we uh started dabbling into um psychedelics and so it wasn't until after um I had done some um I forget how to say the name but shrooms pretty much ah like the uh Um, the rainbow illustration on your wall (laughs) yeah I was was gonna say like that that thing behind you yes yes (laughs) I have, I have one, two, I have three of them in here right now. Nice. Yes. <laughs> um, so it wasn't until after that trip that it like really like opened my eyes and kind of just like shoved me into um, my spiritual awakening because I was after that, I was at a really like low point because I had lost, like I said, I was getting out of like a really toxic relationship. I lost my closest friends. Um, wasn't really seeing eye to eye with my family. So I was just going through it. And I started seeking, um, like, like I said, I started like seeing like the angel numbers and I'm like, what the heck is this? Cause I didn't know what it meant. I always knew that like, okay, 11, 11, make a wish kind of thing, like growing up, like being in elementary school and stuff, but I never knew why, like why that was a thing. And it wasn't until I looked into all of this that I noticed that like, it does tie into it. And the whole spiritual awakening thing really, it, it forces you to get in touch with your, with yourself. You reflect on yourself so much and it, um, it makes you, it changes you. And it's, I think everyone should at some point in their life, try to seek a spiritual awakening because it has, it could change your life. Like your, your point of view and things in life. Um, back when I, um, when I was younger and like middle school, elementary school, I like dealt with like I hate to make this like such a like heavy topic, I guess, but I dealt with like depression and everything like that. 
And it wasn't until after like my spiritual awakenings that I really started to like see the importance in myself and um, in my family and my faith because it was at a time where it was really tested. Wow. So yeah. Yeah, that's that's a powerful story. Have Have you ever heard of the uh, the ayahuasca? Yes, I have. I, it's a frog. You yeah, like, I think um, right. I I think it's like a plant. Uh, okay, and it, like, that's a tea it that helps make. you yeah. trip. Um, and I, I think see. there's also a frog. This one you probably need to rub on your it. skin, right? Or, yeah, like, no, you need to lick it. You need to lick it. Yeah, you have to lick the suck the juices out. Yeah. 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 Oh, I forgot what it's called. Ayahuasca um, frog legs. I wonder if that's like a dish. <laughs> uh, no, the ayahuasca. You're in for a trip. It's, it's a plant. Um, <laughs> what it's called? I, I think it, they're really hard to get. You have to go to like, um, like the jungle pretty much to try to catch these frogs. Yeah, I think it's like Peru. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Not to um, promote them or anything, but uh, vice has a um documentary on it um, oh interesting. I forget who it was but they um they went to seek the frog and they caught it and it's such a short um amount of time that you trip for but it it's you see you go through so much in that small amount of time yeah i've heard like a 20 minute trip could feel like six months oh yeah it's insane like... it's truly insane time is like it is like I don't know if it is because when I'm out of that state of mind, it doesn't feel like an illusion. <laughs> but when you're in it, like it is an illusion. Like you don't feel time at all. That's pretty nuts. I feel like that that would be like a nice alternative to like stem cells. So if you couldn't like find if you couldn't like live longer via stem cells, you could just like trip all day and just like pretend like you're living longer. Like know. a thousand years. Yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, well, you know, if 20 minutes equals six hours uh, in this trip, <laughs> and if I multiply that, I can live for 6,000 uh, years. Yeah, I do believe you definitely have to have the brain capacity for that. Oh, um, oh dang it. It's, it's, it's a lot on your brain. You're, um, after this kind of thing, your brain is just, it literally feels like mush. Oh, jeez. I don't know how else to describe it. Like, yeah. imagine, like, sticking your hands in, like, Play-Doh or something. Like, your brain, can, like, can physically feel like this afterwards. Oh, my gosh. So, I, I don't know if I'd want Wait, to. Sandy, you have so to have, like go ahead I, I, let me get this straight so after every trip it feels like much so are you sure you don't have brain damage just want to <laughs> um, okay just so want a hundred percent want to be clear with you right like it, you're, you're, um, you're doing okay all right <laughs> yes no i'm doing fine um i i space it out you know um okay, they're not like back to back i want at some point it was um this back in like I would say like two years ago, a year ago, it was like definitely shorter in time. Um, definitely, I was, like I said, I was definitely going through it. Um, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, but it's not, it's not good. Cause I, um, for a while after when I had those short amount of um, spaces between it, um, I did notice, like, I would forget things. Like I'd drive and I'm like, where, what am I doing? Like, where am I going to like right. kind of thing? Or how do I get to the, like, I would lose like, um sense of direction like really easily so then that's when I was like oh, okay I need to chill out for a bit because um <laughs> it's not, it not fun anymore that's like, what they mean when you're going on a trip 
Yeah. You're really, yeah. You're really like, where, your where am I driving? And you're just sitting like on your beanbag chair in your basement. Like, wait, where am I driving? <laughs> bro? This is crazy. You're like just on, you know, just on GTA. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sandy, uh, it, it, for the interest of time, we, you know, we, we, you, we know that uh, uh, you're a busy person or we, we also don't want to uh, make this interview too long so we can respect your time. I have one final question for you. Uh, the and hardest one. Hardest question right here. <laughs> oh, hey. You, know, you, you, always, you, always have to, you always have to have the hard questions at the end. Yeah. You know? Yes. Uh, okay. If, if you had to like just choose between like believing fully in astrology or in your numerology, like which one would you hedge your bets on? Like if someone came up to you and was like, what do you identify with the most? Would you be like my soul number or your, your, uh, your Aries? Um, I would go for uh, my zodiac sign, like astrology, because um, mm. that changes every day. Um, ah, the, okay, okay. You know, because um, the, the planets and the sun and, you know, the moon are in different, every day they're in different positions. So it pretty much means that like like I said depending on your birth chart and stuff and your different houses and and everything like that um and other planets it definitely has a more of a actual um reflection of it day to day rather than um a soul number or like numerology personally because like I said I see it more of as like an overall thing when it comes to soul numbers and numerology and astrology breaks it down like can break it down day by day okay so what i'm getting is astrology superior to everything else uh okay okay i get <laughs> yeah. that astrology master you master can start ideology. there yes okay yeah yes. master if you want to okay. start and dabble into anything else you it astrology would be a definitely a good place to start in that i mean like i said it started with astrology for me and that leaked into everything else that we had talked about good to know okay good to know yeah Great, wonderful. Uh, Alejandro, uh, any any final questions for Sandy uh, related to, if not unrelated to uh, tripping out psychedelics? <laughs> I think a good question to kind of wrap things up with is what message would you have to all our listeners out there, all, <laughs> all double digit uh, listeners out there? Yeah, all 10. All 10 all listeners. Who... 11, because I need the name after we're done. There we, yeah, yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> what would you say to like, try to convince them just one, like a few sentences to convince them to get into astrology or to get into these, like, um, these different practices? Um, if they, if you want to really get to know yourself, um then this is the this is the study for you um if you want to get in touch with your intuition intuition your intuition is I believe one of like the strongest things that you could um use to your power um it's insane um so definitely if you really want to get in touch with your inner self and your higher self um definitely look into this okay yeah <laughs> Okay. So, so if I'm, if I'm interpreting it correctly, Sandy, um, corporations should also hire based on astrology. Ah, uh, yes. Ooh. Uh, no, you need a little <laughs> bit of everybody. 
I can't I can't imagine myself working with like, just a whole bunch of Aries. Oh my or, like, gosh. Just, or just like, I mean I think every- I think a, a company full of Scorpios would just absolutely dominate. Yeah. When, I when- I don't know. Wait, isn't that Everyone- just Berkeley uh business school drill? <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. um, all born yeah, between no. November and October. Okay. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't think companies should hire based on that. I don't think also you should base base how you live your life out. Um, it's kind of like take it with a grain of salt kind of thing, you know. Just because you're a certain sign doesn't mean you actually have to be like an asshole about it, you know, or like yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good. Good enough. Okay. I think listeners will really appreciate that 100%. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I hope they do. <laughs> well, uh, Hondra, if you want to wrap things up. Yeah, uh, of course, of course. Uh, yeah, thank you, Sandy, for your time. Yeah, no problem. And thank you, everyone, for listening to this podcast. So if you haven't already, please follow our Jarrell stand page at The Weird Internet Podcast on Facebook and Instagram to gaze upon our lovely graphics that we post throughout the week. And we're also excited to be launching a new podcast, The Political Economist. Jarrell, I believe that launched already the first episode, if I'm not mistaken, yes, this Wednesday. Yeah, last week. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, So every week, Jarell and Max will be discussing how political philosophers would critique and react to current events. And so you can you can follow that um, that podcast at the underscore political underscore economists on Instagram. And you can, as always, read up on our corresponding op eds at our website polyecon.com. That's poly p o l y econ. Dot com. Thank you so Great. much, everyone. And uh, oh, oh, wait, hundred before we even you know leave. Oh, Sandy, do you have any plugs for? Is it do you Instagram? Are you are you what are your what are your socials for any listeners interested in uh, astrology, occult, or whatever it is you want to plug in here? Uh, um, I'm gonna actually plug. Um, well, I don't know how many of your guys' listeners, your double-digit listeners, are into um, anything else. But I'm also really into, um, like, true crime. So, just because I love them so much, I think they're really great. I don't know, I want to plug in, like, a podcast, if you guys don't mind. Absolutely. Of course. Please. No, no. Please do. Um, so, it's actually, you can find it on Spotify or, um, I think, podcast. Apple podcast. Yeah, yeah, Apple Podcasts. Um, they are called uh, Morbid, a true crime podcast. Wonderful. Morbid. That's yes. that's M O R B I D, right? Mm-hmm. And then a true crime podcast. Podcast. Well, yeah. Sandy, you see, you 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 don't even you don't even think about yourself. You're like, I don't I don't need to promote myself. I just really love this other podcast, and I yeah, got to promote I it on this other podcast. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love the you. Awesome. <laughs> cool. Well, with that, I think we'll be signing off. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening, and we'll talk to you in the next one. Take care. Yep. Take care. Bye. Bye.